Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey guys, welcome in. <laughs> Let's get this started. Let me tell you, I'm, I feel so backwards right now. Let me, uh, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me figure out. I, I thought I had it. You know, you know how it happens. You try to do something a little different. So welcome in everybody to Dryer Buzz. Okay, this is uh, it, it normally is how to get out of bed, but now we just can go on into a buzz it or bash it. Cause I come on here trying to get people through all of this anxiety and and all this stuff and waking up and starting the day, and then we go to grabbing our time and start scrolling. Can I just tell y'all, oh ye of little faith, oh ye of little faith, and I'm not, I'm a faithful person, very faithful. Uh, and one of the millions of people out here that have to do that, that deals with that thing called church hurt. Like I can't sit there. I can't sit through the hypocrisy that is now the most entertaining era of our time. Uh, these things that are going on in church. And I want to talk about that. That's just one of the headlines. Let me make sure I got everything on the screen as copacetic as it's supposed to be. Uh, this is dryer buzz. Let me tell y'all trying to make it to 2020. And 20 years, 20 years I have been telling these stories, going inside these headlines, trying to get us to the source, beyond the pundits, beyond the media apartheid. And uh, so uh, one of the original digitals, original digitals, and um, just trying to keep it going. And listen, there is no shortage. There's no shortage of stories. But this stuff here, I'm going to grab another device here, and, I, and I'm sitting at the desktop, and I'm just finished having breakfast. I didn't even have time to put up the dog. I come racing back in. I've already been out for the morning. Come racing back in, and I told the dog to go around the corner, but you know he's somewhere hiding around here. But he hears a podcast now, so he's, like, trying to hide out. Uh, I want to get through a couple of topics this morning. I don't even know what what order to start in. If you are catching this in a live environment, you probably looked at the title and you saw that I said, folks are out here speaking in tongue, misreading and misleading, <laughs> misreading and misleading. The part that I'm so afraid of, and I, I can't, I, I shouldn't get into that yet. I should talk about some other stuff. In fact, let's, because <laughs> I know we're going to stay on it, but let me just do a shout out. Let me do a shout out. How about this? Let me let me clean up the screen here. I think I'm supposed to do this. I, I got a new order in which things are done. Okay, there we go. All right, so Wendy Williams. Let's let's shout out Wendy Williams right now. And as a matter of fact, let me see. She should be on television. What time is it? No, she's coming on shortly. Those of y'all that are still able to catch her live, we get her. We get the show taped in Atlanta. So I don't know. I don't know if they feel like she's out of danger, out of the woods, or whatever. What was going on with her? Uh, but we don't get the show live in Atlanta no more. And that's and Atlanta is a big market to lose on a live environment. So for those of you that are probably watching Wendy Williams right now, as I speak, um, we'll get a recorded version here in just a couple of minutes. 
But let me say this. Um, there's so much that can be said about Wendy. And Wendy, first of all, again, congratulations. Badass, queen of all media. Um, she got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And regardless of how a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame comes about, you got to have some receipts to say that you deserve it. Um, or even, I don't, like I said, some people say, you know, I mean, it's put on by the Chamber of Commerce. So you already know that as a business, once you join the Chamber and this, that's how they do chambers all over the city. There is something that was, is to up level what you're doing. Like I know here in the city that I live, you join the chamber, you get a ribbon cutting ceremony, even though you might've already been in business. Uh, and this is a big publicity thing because then you are in the paper and people, all the dignitaries come by and leaders and stakeholders in the, you know, in the neighborhood in the city, you know, they show up at your business and you have this day. So Wendy, uh, you know, she hung out in LA after she broke the chains, broke the chains with a divorce. Here's the thing is, what did I say when I, when I shared it, I asked, I did a buzz it or bash. It. I really just wanted to say buzz it, but I did a buzz it or bash it because I'm like, it's like, like, again, you know, the misleading thing and Wendy did the rounds, you know, holding back the tears and talking about the demise of her marriage and, um, finally walking away. But, you know, all that we had to witness before that happened, uh, before taking a hiatus on her show, getting healthy, being in the, what was it? The, I still to this day think it was a safe house. Um, drug, what was it? The, I forget drug house, not drug house, but she was up in the drug supposedly. I don't think y'all, I just don't know how to look at this. I don't know what is to be said about it, but over the years, people have talked about, you know, the brutality that might've been going on in there. And it, she was just, she thinks she just became a hot time. See, I, I can't deal with people who want us to buy into their delusion. We talk all the times about how people are out here trying to make us comfortable with their choices and, and their decisions. And so, Wendy lived a lifetime of that in this, in this marriage and doing this whole sister wife thing with the mistress and then going on television, talking to all these women out here, like, you know, whatever he was doing was okay, but don't bring home no babies. Y'all and these deal breakers, these lopsided, wopsided, um, we just need to get some years in, want to be able to say how long you've been doing this. And it goes, I'm not just talking about the married people because single people. I just heard a guy on the radio. He come on and talk about he was like 32 and he was a unicorn because he'd never been married, didn't have any kids. And then we are looking like, like, how, why? <laughs> you know, because I mean, everybody has their opinions on how they look at whether not to be in a union or not to be in a union, you know, like some people, some single people like, you know, man, I've been on my own for X amount of years and things like that. Stop her first and foremost. And this goes back to how to get out of bed. First and foremost, stop waking up thinking that you got to get everybody on board with what you are doing and how you choose to live. Like we, everybody always knew that like, whoa, they keep saying that Wendy's husband got this chick on the side and it was a little bit more than a chick on the side. Hell, they was like down the street around the corner. They was doing the whole wait till this kid turns 18 and then we break this up, you know, and then pretending like to us, you know, like wearing that big ass five pound ring like that was doing like. You know, it's like, just stop putting it out there. I don't, and I'm that kind of person, even though I blog and I get pulled a lot out of the overheard, I really don't need to know your business. But I understand publicity and I understand how we need to make things. But it's like, damn, you were so complicit 
this is the part that gets on my nerve. It's like, you weren't even holding on to something good. You were so complicit to this person who was not, not only wreaking havoc in your lives, but apparently in any, in any, in any and all environments that y'all were in to the point that people have written books. Like this is what happened when I encountered Winnie and her husband. It's like, there are books out there, there's full on chapters and whole memoirs about encountering these people. Now, and there are those, you know, historically, um, people have gone off to their graves, Whitney and others, you know, people have fought major illnesses, uh, method man's, it was a method man's wife. Um, you know, just Wendy, they're trying to be this badass and have this persona till when she came on television. It's like, like you got to have security cause you got to have security. It's like, that's not even necessary. And I'm going to tell you, and that's, that's even a part of the world of, of blogging. I remember going in, to, I was on a panel and I'm showing up with these other bloggers and I'm like, they got security. I'm like, why? Cause they out there talking about people like this kind of stuff. And they're like, go drive us. You know, I don't blog like that. But when you, when we get to a point in society where success looks like this, this is success. You looking at Wendy getting a uh, walk on the hall of fame, uh, the badassness that she's had in, as a woman in broadcasting, you know, we can't even celebrate that wholly simply because she should have had some other, she should have had some other deal breakers so that we could really truly honor. And it's like, so, and now she got this documentary that's going to come out. That's going to pretty much probably confirm everything we ever thought and wondered, um, and probably tell us some things that we didn't, because my thing is, it's one thing to say, okay, this woman is weird as hell, but it's another thing to to be concerned enough to want to know why, like what, like when, when she came on television and she's done, you know, different television things along the way, trying to break into broad television broadcasting coming from radio broadcasting. Any woman that's ever done a minute in radio, you know, that if you survived in that any, any amount of time, well, you did your thing. Right. But unfortunately we get to a point where we talk about what women have survived it's like they survived. They they might have survived. They come out hella wounded with many scars and having sacrificed many of friendships and having thrown other women to the wolves. And the wolves being the men down the hall, you know, or right next to you. And I'm sorry, fellas, that's just how it is with a lot of y'all. You know, we we survive y'all. And and I get so tired of us having to say that. And Wendy just survived this dude to the point where Prior to, prior to going to the quote-unquote safe house, and I don't know, I forget what she called it, but she was on air mumbling her words as if, you know, she was supposed to have been high. And I'm like, no, was they, was somebody drugging her? I mean, it's like, and then she got sitting there trying to pretend like, you know, she done hurt her shoulder. It's like, stop, stop trying to make us comfortable with the choices that you are making. We have, uh, I got a friend that comes on on our Leading Women podcast, and she was just on and checked that episode out. For those of you on our podcast platform, um, check that episode out, Leading Women podcast. And we have uh, Sean Smash-Jack comes on and talk about what's going on and, and, and how they are working to end sex trafficking and how we are throwing our, our just our young young people, and our people, women, women and men of all ages are getting caught up in this thing uh, on, on both sides. And one of the things that I love that they said, either Sean said, Sean said it, that they, they don't use the word victim. It's, they go right to survivor coming out of it. Wendy is a survivor. Now, sometimes you got to tell a woman 
She's a survivor. Sometimes you, many a times, you got to tell a woman over and over and over and over, like, girl, I, I can't get down with that, what you're doing, you are, you know, because sometimes it, be, it, it, it becomes self-inflicting when you decide to, when you decide to stay. And the thing about it is, if you are in these kinds of situations, the people that care about you are in the situation with you, no matter how much you try to hide it, disguise it. Uh, put all kind of pretty, pretty and cute on it. We, women, we do too much of that. We dress it all up in pink, you know. Put all these different colors on there, and there's something to be, there's something to be said about that. So now, well, when the, and I don't know that she's truly living in her truth because it's still a hope. Well, I guess she is with the doctor. Two, they're doing two treatments of her story, and uh, and we want to celebrate that. But yet and still, we can't, we can't take all this badassness. That Wendy is here, on, if y'all are in the live environment, you can see I have a picture on the screen of her enjoying her Hollywood walk. I mean, hell, and we just had Tyler Perry. And then, you know, all these people that are out there that we deem success, they come through so much abuse. When are we going to see the person that came through, not in spite of all, like with her, she was just on the air the other day and she had a, they took a family picture. They were all down in Miami, took a family picture. And she talks about how, you know, the, the parents, you know, she became the favorite after she got on television and uh, after they realized that people were applauding for the weird daughter, right? Because she was the weird daughter. She still is the weird daughter. She's weird. It's like, and look at look at how long, and I've been in this blogosphere 20 years, and all those 20 years people have been questioning her gender, you know, because... It is what it is. I had to take a, I had to take a breath legitimately because I've been talking for a while. But and, and and two because it's exhausting because we have the success of a woman who made it through broadcasting, who, who fought away on the television, who is surviving, and they change. I turn around, look at the TV now, and these talk shows keep changing and changing and changing, and she survived that. And her show has gone on. And it's amazing how much how much time that it has gone on, even with all the things that have happened. And so I know that she is full of faith and grateful now that even come through this last debacle that they invited her back and renewed and renewed and renewed. But then to hear the show is renewed and then that the, the husband, ex-husband is no longer involved and everybody's like talking about how much better it is to work there. But here's the other thing. Y'all putting up with all this stuff for the paycheck. And I understand, believe you me, because let me tell you. I live a life where I don't want to be, I don't want to have to deal with that no more. I got enough wounds of that, trying to survive in some of these uh, entities and so forth. And I was like, you know what, let me see what the struggle life is like. Let me see what it is to wake up on my own terms, plan out my day, um, get some, you know, things going. And, and yes, I too, I'm like, man, I want to get back in those walls. But then, man, how much do we want to continue to go just with this, this tearing down that happens. So even though I got this beautiful picture here of this woman celebrating her her Hollywood walk, her Hollywood star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, her years in broadcasting, we still can't say to a daughter or a son, "Do that." That's how you do that. We can't say that. We can't say that at all. Even with when Tyler Perry got his, it's like you know I don't want to have to. I mean his parent, his he talked. I mean the abuse, you know. And what do you do when you say to a child that you're trying to raise healthy? Like every when when everything right now is so opposite of what it ought to be. 
The successful person ought to be a happy person. The successful person shouldn't have so many wounds. They, they shouldn't have. And, and, and of the last 20 years, since I have been blogging, I promise you every last one who gets to a certain level where everybody would love to be rich, um, uh, millionaires. Oh, I love, I saw a stat the other day that said our millennials are about 600,000 of them are, are millionaires, you know, just, just making the money because they have figured out they came through first. They came from an amazing generation. Shout out Pat Steph on the back. If you raised a millennial, but they're all, they're all doing exceptionally well. But when you look at what is in front of them, it's like they're, what they are doing is trying not to become like, Nobody wants to put that many years into a marriage where the person has a mistress for that long. And her ultimatum is like, you can leave your wife now. Cause I know she's not going to deal with the fact we got a baby over here because even when he was like, you know, you know, men are going to do this and marriage is this and marriage is that. But when they start having babies, honey, I'm like, let's, can, can we get more women to have, can we get more men and women? Can we get more of us? I'm going to stop saying women. Can we, cause we have a podcast. We talk just about women in the whisper network. Okay. But, um, can we just get more people like, can y'all have better deal breakers? If we all were to have better deal breakers, then we could really celebrate great moments like this. I like, if this is what it takes to get a, a walk a star on a Hollywood walk, for, I would never, never have one because I don't have, I don't have the pace. No, I don't need to say, Oh, we got 20 years in, but y'all ain't got two memories together. Right. You can't even, every time she would want to throw up a picture of her and her husband, it was that throwback photo of them looking like they just came out the trap house. I'm like, that's the, that's, that's the, that's the only photo. I love this photo because it, honey, come on. Tell me y'all got some more. Tell me y'all got some more. Cause you know, and then, and then too, the minute they the, the minute they separate and start going through the divorce proceedings, your son, uh, he got arrested, right? Because they were fighting with the father. Now, mind you, it is natural for a child to raise up against uh, a, an authority figure, right? That's a natural thing. Every level of human, beyond human animals, up with all do. You're supposed to have. You're supposed to challenge it, but you don't challenge it with that level of disrespect that level of disrespect where outside entities got to separate y'all. It's all done out there in public and all that kind of stuff. So I worry, and I'm pretty sure she does too, um, because she should have had some other deal breakers. And now she's got this, this kid that was came through that. And I mean, if hell, every, if, if other people write memoirs and books about having to work with and encounter these two people, the, the hunters. Okay. If everybody else is writing and has a story about that, you can just imagine those inside the households, you know, and so forth. And and now, you know, I you can't even, all, I, I just did what? I don't even know how many, we're 18 minutes into this and just trying to say congratulations. Congratulations, but congratulations when, congratulations if, all those things, all those conjunctions we got to put on just simply saying congratulations and I wish, and I wish it could have been for a whole lot of other reasons that you are celebrating your, your length of time and, and being a badass in broadcasting. I wish you getting your Hollywood, your star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame wasn't about the relationships that you tore down on the air, the hearts that had to be broken, your own heart that had to be broken, that this is, I wish that this wasn't that moment where you had to let go of everything in your life 
for those for for the new people to align themselves with you for people to finally say you deserve your accolades. I wish this wasn't the case, but it is. It is. And I understand for those of y'all out there that that are trying to do things all legit and uh, on the up and up, you know, it takes you see other things, you see things like this happening, you're thinking, well, damn, who do I need to call her? What I do I need to call myself this, that, and the other? Do I need to lower the standards? You know, we have we already got mediocre Monday. Just be mediocre. Don't even be trying to wake up great, because great ain't even a thing no more. It's not. All right. So speaking of great ain't even a thing no more. Um, I'm going to switch over. Let's switch this picture out. Y'all. Okay. This right here. Let me go to my timeline. Cause I didn't even understand it. I, I see some of this stuff go down the timeline and I try to, I, I'm not that I try to ignore it. I'm like, that can't be a thing. That really can't be a thing. And then I'm like, you know, you start seeing it and you see it and you see it. So you finally, you swipe and you click and you go like, what? Okay. So we know, um, one of the hardest and toughest decisions, toughest discussions. Let me, uh, while I open this app, open this other device here. Let me get a couple things going here. Um, go ahead and get a watch party. Go and look at the dog. He don't snuck, he don't snuck in. You better not, you better not get over there in that corner barking. I know y'all like, what kind of podcast is this? It's real. It's real. I'm doing a couple of shares here while I'm, if I sound like I am stalling, I'm doing a couple of shares. Okay. So I'm going down my timeline. Now, mind you, we, we got another preacher we're going to talk about because we're talking about people out here misreading and misleading, misreading scripture and misleading. And then I got a couple of shout outs. One of the stories I didn't put on there. So I saw this down, come down the timeline and a friend of mine, ooh, well, Facebook friend <laughs> has, there's a page out there now called church folk revolution. It's spelled church. Okay. But I'm called church folk. Okay. Uh, cause hopefully I, I will get my seat on the, on the, on the morning bench. Uh, but let me tell you, okay. Church folk, church folk revolution is a page now on Facebook and, um, they are transitioning or added to another thing. So this picture, if you're in the live environment, I have a picture on there. There is a, uh, a male, a non-black, I don't know what he, I don't know how he self-identifies, Normally in, in the South, you just, you see a color of his skin and you just go, he's white, but um, I'm going a little bit deeper than that. Now I'm, I'm tired of that one. Uh, but it says controversial image of Kevin Adele, 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 whatever, suggesting his control of black preachers may, uh, that may, that many find offensive. And the photo was actually pulled from change.org, but it said Kevin Adele, the, okay, I guess he does. Wait a minute. I'm getting all these pop-ups here. All right. Shout out to monetizing your um, website. All right. Uh, Kevin Adele, the white owner and CEO of the Word Network, built the largest African-American religious network in the world, refused to apologize for sharing a meme which depicts him pimping popular black preachers. Okay. The refusal comes amid a recent petition. That's why the photo comes from change.org. A recent petition signed by more than 100 prominent black clergy calling for a boycott of the network until he apologizes, apologizes for his alleged racial insensitivity. Well, let me tell you what, what racial insensitivity is, is y'all running over there 
see, this is what we talked about. We we talked about uh, Tyler Perry opening his his studios. You know, Tyler Perry opened his studios, and he and whether they know it or not, they got some beautiful invitation to come down to the studio and celebrate the opening. But what Tyler was doing was now, mind you, he was extending an olive branch in one hand and whipping them in the other because. All of these people, for the most part, those for whom he had not given a paycheck, those who for, who for whom who did not at that time who did who does not now feel some type of loyalty to the richest, uh, the biggest, the largest studio, um, Tyler. Most of them, when Tyler started, and remember now, um, we had one of the first interviews with Tyler Perry, and I brought it up out of the archives and played it for you. Uh, some 12 years ago, we interviewed Tyler, and he talked about, you know, his future, his visions, you know. And, hell, we were just talking about Tyler Perry's store. And Tyler Perry now is Studios, with an S, Studios, with an S. They said that it is it marvels and is larger than anything out of Hollywood, certainly anything here in the South. In fact, in, in Atlanta, most of the film industry came here because of the relationship, the, the business that formula that Tyler Perry has. Now, Tyler Perry... Had all these people on his red carpet, but most of those people were some of the same people that talked about his art, his 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 the entertainment that he was providing to his audience and his audience, and called it absolute buffoonery. Um, you also know that he uh, he um, um, named one of the sound stages for Spike Lee, and there was a wedge between the two of them because they felt like or they were um, pumped up to be like they were two different spectrums and so Tyler had fought Tyler had to fight the buffoonery uh, also from the theater you know the stage kind of stage that plays that Tyler did was considered part of the chicken chicken circuit is that a chitlin circuit um and that audience the, the audience would never be found that refined to going to see the thespians and I mean that's that's true and real right um but at the same time, again, look at the multitude of success he was able to amass behind the business. But at the same time, Tyler spent the past 12 years trying to hang up the dress. You can go and listen to the, what we talked about by the man of the dress. But what the saddest part about Tyler opening, but the opening of Tyler Perry Studios, the saddest part about that was the fact that while standing on that carpet with a nut, with with all the black excellence, what we deem to be black excellence, until we find out what they really got going on, um, what we deem to be black excellence in the leadership and everything that Tyler stood there with, there there is no pro, there's no product out there, there's no production, there's no level of ownership out there where they have truly collaborated. Now, Will Will Smith was there, and Will Will had a collaboration with I think. Blair Underwood and a couple of others where they tried to do where they tried to green light some movies and have their own distribution. I don't know if if they if black people have ever really truly owned distribution. And that's kind of how I came into this looking for that, um, which is one of the reasons why I named my publishing company Sistributions, because, you know, we needed to we needed to have a foothold on distribution. Somebody need to control what they call some stops, some locations, some places. Where can we send how do we syndicate some stuff? How do we you know when you hear we need to we need to control our own story and control our own narrative. Well even when we try to do that, here's what it is. Cause I'm gonna tell you, all these people and in this picture is the the new prophet that's on the social media prophet is on there. I don't even know his name. Kurt Franklin is on there. Creflo Dollar is on there. And I think that other guy, I don't know who that, I think that's the guy that came out of New Orleans. I, well, I guess I, 
I don't see the photo of those in the photo. But all it said, um, back to this preacher and pimping everybody. One is, it's okay. It's understandable to when you when you when you're choosing where it is you want to put your product, and it, it's understandable. You know, there's something about us doing business with one another, so it's understandable. I mean, everywhere you look. Black folk are going elsewhere. We cross, you know, we're going to do business with them. And, and it's twofold. It's definitely twofold. So while it may have started as, okay, I don't know. I, I don't know. Because I'm going to tell you, I remember um, having streaming service. i uh, been live streaming for 20 years or more. And I, the one of the reasons, let me tell you the initial reason that people often go elsewhere while the Black on black thing doesn't work because one, the mindset of the upfront money, the mindset of, of putting together the money to create, we're not there. In fact, we're, we're, we're talking about this next week on leading women uh, from a women's perspective. Like who's, we're going to talk about who's out here funding women. When you hear, and I asked the question, if you follow me, you saw it on my timeline where I said, do you support women? And most people will say they support women. And you ask, well, do you fund women? You know, like say for instance, um, I just did a 90 episode podcast. Well, I, and, and even Prince, Prince talked about this Prince, Prince talked, and we can always relate to Prince and a lot of things. Um, in, in fact, I had the same discussion with Will Packer. Um, early on because uh, my question to Will Packer is like, well, why are you guys going to these other entities? Why are you guys not working together? You know, um, when you think about the content that he creates and the content that Tyler creates, well, everybody's out here creating content, but Will was up front. Will was like, there's nobody investing in the money to create, you know? So that's why we are beholden to still going to Hollywood because you can go out there with an idea and get the money to come back and make it. You know, that's why TLC and then we're broke and all this other kind of stuff because we don't yet have, we still don't have that conversation. Like even these people I had sent time this petition for these preachers to, to go and move, come off of that network and go build a network, go do their own thing. It's like, well, you only put money in the end, whether you put it in the plate on Sunday. Okay. Or, you know, there's a whole time well before that, that money is needed. Even in politics, you know, everybody wants to see a certain person on the, on the ballot. Well, there's a whole lot that has to happen before that. And unfortunately in the black community or in honey, black banking, I don't know, black folk, black DNA down to the cellular molecular system of who we are. We cannot have that conversation. And I'm telling you, I've been at a table of many organizations. I saw an organization. I was like, oh, wow, they're still around. They're getting ready to have an event. We're going to talk. We, don't, we, won't, we won't talk about that. But they're getting ready to have an event. I'm like, whoa, they're still around. And I just remember how many times we were at that table. And I was like, listen, you keep wanting. They, they, they wanted what the initiatives they have. They wanted to fund those initiatives through the church, right? And I'm like, but why are we, why? The, the manner in which they want to do it, it's like you, we got to stop asking people 
to get it in the end. Wait for it in the end. You know, this whole reverence or, you know, the manifesting and all that kind of stuff. Listen, it takes time and money. Before I came home and got back home and sat here and did this podcast, how much, and you can ask me, how much does it cost? Oh, I'm on a whole bunch of free platforms. But there's somebody somewhere fully reimbursing each expense. Write that down. F-R-E-E. If you ever hear it again, know that it is dryer buzz. Let me tell you, we expect too much free stuff out here. So, Am I, am I giving this guy some kind of excuse? No, but I guarantee they went over there simply because that com that conversation was there in the beginning about that. So now, now for him to go and do this, if this is what he's doing, like, no, you can't turn around and say you, you pimping everybody because he has some kind of ownership, but black folk, black, I'm, I'm, let me just, and, and, and everybody else that's trying to do like black folk, because this is what happened. They try to appropriate black people, and then they realize that in a lot of stuff that we do, there's no money in it, because we don't put, there's no, especially no upfront money. Then they're like, well, how are they making it? Because, you know, this misleading and misreading, you know, manif- trying to manifest everything, and it'll come one day, and we just keep on going, and and all this kind of stuff, and, and everybody else is like, then you get mad, everybody else is going to the bank, and everybody else is on the Forbes list, except for the ones that kicked off the trend, and this, that, and the other, and so forth, and so on, and when they really, basically, when they look at the, the bank statements, and the P&Ls, and all that kind of stuff, and they, they realize that, wait a minute, y'all don't fill out these other, these other, uh, um, um, uh, um, addendums to your tax form. Like, wait, you just the first five questions on the on the tax form. You don't get over there to the investment side of things. No, <laughs> they don't. And they look at it like, wait, wait, how are y'all doing this? It, it, oh, it's just popular. It's it's just popular, you know. And there's some residual to it, and there's some royalty to it, and there's some some well after and all that kind of stuff. And I was working on a blog post, and I was going to go from this essence of securing the bag. Let me go get these comments. Hold on. Let me, let me see if I can, uh, I need another, oh wait, I got another device. Dove sitting at the desktop. Y'all, I'm so, this desktop has really become a part of the furniture. Let me see if I have Facebook open on here. I see comments coming in and I want to grab those, uh, comments. I need another device. I got a desktop is a device girl. Let me open up Facebook here. Cause I see comments are coming, but the thing about this in, 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 and I know, and I see Henry's coming, and I know where Henry's going with that. But uh, over on, go over on the driver's page and check out Church Folk Revolution in this post. White owner of the Word Network. So let me get that done. Let me go over here and grab comments on this too. But we've got to get to a point where we think about that. And I think I was going to tell you on leading women. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, then we'll come in. Let's go. Okay, I'm bringing you guys up. Um. It's, it's happening all the way around or in everything that we do, people are out here approach appropriating. And see, I mean, out of North Carolina, let me see. Greedy. Welcome. Welcome. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. George Bloomer. That's George Bloomer. Okay. Hey lady, let me see. Let me get, let me make sure I get everybody's comments there over there on the dryer buzz page. Uh, no, they're on my page. Okay. I've got a watch party going on on my page and we're also live on dryer buzz. We're live on YouTube and we're live on Periscope. We're live everywhere. The minute I hit the stop button, it's going to become a podcast and it'll be syndicated on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can always go to dryerbuzz.com to find your favorite channel or where you want to scroll and where you want to troll. Either way, as long as we get some numbers. Okay. All right. So the refusal comes amid a recent petition signed by more than a hundred. Look, it should be more than a million, right? you think but but more than 100 prominent black clergy calling for a boycott and see this is the thing 
We keep asking folk to boycott. I don't get down with the boycott. And guess what? I have found that I rarely have to boycott because one, I've never watched this network. I don't do the bedside Baptist. And I don't, I don't even, I like, I'm, I'm just not down with the church thing right now because I've been sick and shut in for a while and now one of them knocked on my door. But anyway, let me just tell you, um, calling for these boycotts. When we do these boycotts, we never really have an alternative, right? So if you want to take away the millions of viewers that they have on this network for any amount of time, are you sending them somewhere else? We And this is, again, because we don't understand the numbers. You can't just tell people to stop doing something. You must relay them onto something else. And I was getting ready to talk about the secure. Um, we're getting ready to do, when I talk about upfront money is, and in, in, in this vein, we're getting ready to do a series. Uh, if you look at, I think the word rescue and secure has the same letters. We're, we're all down for the rescue. We're never about securing any damn thing. And that's what happened. So, okay, on Monday, the Detroit chapter of the National Association of Black Journalists, y'all can stop right there. Because let me tell you, that ain't nothing. That's fair. Detroit failure. Okay, Detroit Detroit is ain't done nothing but fail. What are we looking to Detroit for? And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be mean. I'm just saying, in reality, and, and let me tell you, talk about survivor mode. And I'm not going to say that Detroit has failed because while Detroit has always been the best example for those accomplished, when we talk about, like we were talking about with Wendy, it's still a lot of things out of Detroit. You can learn a lot from Detroit, but there's not much coming out of Detroit that you're going to say, let's do it that way, right? So, but then, then add to that, you're going to add to that the National Association of Black Journalists. Now, how the National Association of Black Journalists going to get in on this anyway, because you can't, if you tell them to stop broadcasting on, on Miss Undo's, on Pimp, Pimp, what's the name? Adele Network. Ain't nobody over the National Association of, of Black Journalists ready to pick up any of these shows. Where they going to go? Right? I'm telling you, I mean, people get fired from their jobs and they turn to their association, association, rather than trying to help that person, association went around that person and already contact them. You need to put another black face in that job. They letting people know dead person. Listen, y'all better check some of these associations that you are in. Okay. And I'm very close to this association and I've been asked to join and I was a member at a time, but I was like, wait a minute. I don't know that this works. For those of us in the digital realm, they was like, well, you know, you're a leader in the digital realm. You know, you can, I understand, but there's something that I require out of an association and y'all are not it. Okay. I'm just saying national association of black journalists is a historic organization. They just came off of their convention and it says on Monday, the Detroit chapter of all of the national association of black journalists also joined the chorus Calling for a boycott, calling for a boycott of the network, demanding that Adele meet with. See, this is how they do. Meet with Detroit NABJ and other organizations. Issue uh, an apology, not a refund, but an apology. Commit to undergo diversity training. He been trained very well. He put on the pimp suit, which ain't nobody glorifying that more than the black community. And he was like, "This is who I'm pimping." I mean, he probably thought y'all were going to share the meme 50 million times, as you do. He been trained. He got his diversity training. I created a channel by which these people can come in and pimp their community. They, they don't have no system. They don't want to own nothing. So why don't I be the owner of that, right? 
uh, also <laughs> look, Adele meet with the Detroit NABJ and other organizations, issue an apology, commit to undergo diversity training, and create a plan to avoid such egregious actions in the future before the boycott ends, according to a statement posted on Twitter. What's missing in that? What's missing in those demands? And see, this is this is why we had the debacle with the NFL. This is why Cap's still out there trying to get a tryout. I mean, people think he don't want to play football. He still want to play football. Cap's 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 agent is still right now uh, texting in the D all up in the DMs about getting him a tryout. And when he walked back on that field, because the manifesto is never clear. The manifesto is never clear as to what we want. Who cares about an apology? All he got to do is go, an apology would mean just go delete the meme. Well, hell, it's going to be up in my broadcast now uh, from now to, what is that, to perpetuity. On my YouTube, it's going to be running, right? But notice there's a duality going on here. Some of this stuff is self-inflicted, okay? Um, because if, if in, right in this picture there is, y'all can, y'all can see, let me see if I can make the, let me do the whole picture so y'all can see the whole picture. There we go. Okay, so y'all can see them all. All right, there you go. All right, so this one guy, hell, the 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 uh, first one there, the, the the social media prophet, he had such a following online. I, he was over there on uh on Periscope. Well, again, that was another free thing, and they were sending him all kind of cash apps. Okay, Kurt Franklin just went on tour. It's like, but why doesn't Kurt Franklin own a network? Okay, why does I thought Creflo. I, I seriously thought Creflo owned the network. I mean, he, he owned half of Onet Al. I thought I thought he um, owned it. But look what the demands are. Issue an apology. Like, can we start asking for the apology? Like, can we start? Like, there are several people who can who can broadcast. In fact, there was uh, a streaming service that started out black owned. But you know how we do. We we question everything. Uh, to to that level, we question all the uh, all the black owned stuff. But again, we leave that because nobody wants to have the upfront conversation. Hey, hey, nobody wants to have the upfront conversation about the upfront money. You got to have upfront money. And I'm sorry, I have sat down to the table with all kind of black businesses, and uh, they don't. We were talking about that again on trying to get women to not just rescue women, but to secure women and to fund some of these projects. Women need to become their own funders. And uh, we were talking about when you try and talk about money and, and let me tell you in these Facebook groups online, they're all kind of Facebook groups for entrepreneur women. And when you start trying to talk about money, they kick you out the group. They tell you, and I got a long book one time and I'm like, ladies, Hey, why don't we do this? Come together, buy some ads, promote this, come together let's create a collective catalog and and this kind of thing let's put our money together let's say, you know and they they literally i gotta and it was a pair i'm gonna lie to you it was the perry girls they're perry girls when they first started it's like they they went out here and they found like all the women online who would live streaming and they on when periscope came about even though some of us have been out here live streaming for decades and they called themselves the perry girls they they invited us all into this group and everybody was talking about you know don't promote don't self-promote, don't post this, and don't post that. And I mean, it was added to a group the other day that were like, and it was like, oh, it's like thousands of members. of. I, I posted a picture, and it's got like 500, 500 likes and thousands of comments on there. But yet, if I put a link on there, I'm going to get thrown out. 
That's not that's not securing a damn thing. That's crazy. And I'm like, look, okay, I'm I'm gonna put my link on this thing because it makes no sense. But those are the kind of demands. So if these brothers was to leave this guy right here and go on a network, those are the kind of demands that they would people would probably put. I'm like, how do you have a group, a Facebook group that's got like hundreds of thousand members, and you like no spam and no promotion, no self promotion? It's like. What is it we don't understand that that's how this thing works? Because we're all up and about rescue. Now, here comes the Detroit. First of all, Detroit needs to be rescued in and of itself. And then the NA, Detroit NABJ, which needs to be rescued in and of itself. Their keynote speaker uh, was Tamara Hall. One of the keynote speakers at their, at their convention was Tamara Hall, who just got kicked off of one network, uh, just, just got another, another show, People, as soon as she got kicked off, they were like, well, we need that job. We need to keep a black face in that job. Kevin Oliver is on here. Kevin Oliver, I think, is attached, uh, adjacent. I'll do that. Adjacent uh, to this conversation. Really good information. Please follow that, brother, if you want to know what's going on and all of it through this. And and what was I talking about? about uh, um, oh, my God. Let me, not, let me not lose my thought. What was I saying, y'all? Y'all, li- y'all listening and commenting. But... I was talking about the money. I was talking about, oh, this guy. It's like there, there's, oh, Tamron Hall. Tamron Hall. So I'm, I'm remiss that the Detroit NABJ is called, is, is, has joined this, that the story is that the Detroit NABJ has joined this. Because at the NABJ was talking about Tamron Hall, when she got fired from or left, amicably left, you know, NBC, and you know all the stuff that was going on with NBC, and she should own, she should own that third hour over there, and there's still some controversial stuff going on over Tamron left, and they talking about the, the girl that they got over there now, she trying to, she fighting to wear her natural hair, it's like, oh, she's wearing her natural hair, why is that even discussed, can we, we're not going to talk about her natural hair, because the anchor that y'all tried to keep on there, he was, oh, he's, he's getting ready to go to court for rape, so black, a black woman, her fight is, damn, I just want to wear my hair the way I was born with, and this guy over here, he been having affairs, multiple affairs, cheating on his wife, damn near abu- uh, allegedly abusing all every woman he come in contact with, allegedly, you know, and I think this one woman just had a suicide attempt, uh, all this, it's like, it's crazy, it's crazy, people, like I said, people out here, I had to take a sip, y'all, people out here misleading and misreading, I'm simply asking you to Buzzer the Bachelor. Let me get my stuff back on the screen here. We'll minimize this photo. And uh, but we still wish to talk about it because I'm still reading. So they want this guy, the pimp, who's pimping the preachers, who's pimping the people. Okay. There's always a there's always a head to this snake, y'all. Oh, it's not easy. It's not easy to own a network. It takes well, see, that's what we're talking about, Kevin. We're talking about that's the hard conversation. That's the conversation you get kicked out of Facebook groups for. That's the, we're talking about. We're always out here trying to rescue everything, but we're not out here trying to secure nothing. People talking about they're trying to secure the bag. That bag, honey, once they tax that bag, you know, once they tax that bag and, and once everybody that helped you get that bag, get that piece, it's like you ain't got nothing left but a change purse. Kevin says it's, Kevin, thank you so much for jumping on here. I, I think he saw the picture and knows that we are talking about church folk revolution. Please go and like the page. Kevin, did he dang? Let's see. Okay, wait a minute. Kevin says it's not easy to own a network. It takes capital. That plaque, that look, plaque, <laughs> that black pastors really don't have. 
the guy in charge of programming over at TBN went to the Word Network last uh last name Crouch. Oh, the other one. Okay, got you. Uh, did he? Dang. And see, that's the thing because these passes I had, but see, we have this mental wealth. What did they like? Like the Falcons talking about they've had some moral victories. <laughs> well, we need you to put up some real victories, okay, Falcons. So we've got we've got the moral wealth, um, and this this reverence of all this stuff. We wanna we want these things. We feel like these things having these things, and then this whole stuff, all this stuff we wanna do in the afterlife is supposed to doing with this life. Let me keep reading again, cause I'm I was destroyed when I saw Detroit. Okay, Detroit chapter, and then the Detroit chapter of the NABJ National Association of Black Journalists. The National Association the National Association of Black Journalists joining in on this, asking people to boycott when you're talking about, okay, you're telling millions of people to turn off the network, but you can't tell them where to turn. Where are you going to relay that so that you then could truly count and assess and measure? I was talking with the app. There's an app, new app. You guys have seen me tweeting it, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's a glitch in your app. I can't, I'm referring people. I can't see how many people I'm referring because I should have some commissions rolling in on this thing. And then they they like, wait a minute, well, well you got to do this, you got to do this. And said, no, 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 y'all need to fix that. That's not how this works. That's not how digital works. And they were like, well, let us make this right for you. I'm like, no, you're not making it right for me. You're making it right for you. Because the minute I stop talking about you and the minute I tell people not to use you, then not only would I not be getting a referral, but you won't be getting a referral. It's like, so you're not making it right for me. You're going to fix what you're out here trying to do wrong. You ain't making it right for me. They was like, well, we're going to go ahead and send you. You're damn right. You're going to go ahead and send me my money. But you're going to fix it, not just simply because I want you to fix it for me. I want you to operate uh, uh, above par. I want you to be, I want you to be, this is how I know the digital realm is supposed to be. And I'm not, here I am, that one woman. I don't mind fighting a one-woman war. And I'm telling them, I'm not going to allow you to come into this realm and operate in this way because this looks like sounds like feels like fraud and we're not coming out we're not going to take advantage of people like this and you don't know the opportunities that i have by which to speak about you so therefore we're going to fix it but you ain't fixing it for me you fixing it because that's just not how you operate so they go on to say the image is repulsive. I'm not repulsed by the image because this is what y'all been glorifying forever. And guess what? There's a television show on now that everybody's watching. It's called Har Godfather of Harlem. Well, the one reason it ain't called Harlem Godfather is because they want to shut out those who wrote the book called Harlem Godfather. So they're going to call it Godfather of Harlem. But then your actress goes online and talk about well, in order to prepare for the role, she read the book and listened to uh, one of my podcasts and, and found out how adamant the character, the woman that she's portraying was about how she and her husband are to be portrayed. Uh, you probably should have told her not to mention that because now we know that the book was in the room and, uh, you know, all things will be handled. So it's crazy again. And one of the reasons, let me tell you, when they even when they did the book, when she wrote the book, when the widow of Bumper Johnson wrote the book, here again, everybody wanted to buy a copy of the book. But y'all, it takes time to write the book. Try and go and say, can I? Will you invest? In fact, they did a Kickstarter. They did a Kickstarter for the book, 
and had people gave money because she couldn't even being the widow of Bumpy Johnson couldn't go to the publishing house and for whatever reason didn't even want to. Maybe that deal was bad because you know they're all about rob- people, all about robbing people. But again, trying to have that conversation of upfront money. You know, we got to we got to stop trying to rescue it. But here you got Detroit NABJ trying to rescue these people and their content where they weren't. They, there was no nothing in place to secure that content. Oh, one day in the future, you know, people are going to want to watch church online. They're going to want all these screens are going to become available and people are going to watch that. Now, yeah, there were a lot of people screaming at and saying that and streaming it. But. It's like, oh, you can't go to that church. That church, well, and they'll tell you, go sit in any of these churches. They'll tell you, we got a mortgage, and we got the new building, and we want to build an edifice here and an edifice there, and we want helicopters and multi-locations. And the preachers, you know, when they get to, when they get to the end of the month and their money ain't come in, they start telling on themselves. You know, they want to go to the, the white linen cloth restaurants and those kinds of those kind of things. Right, influence is everything. Bet, bet, let me tell you, money is everything. Money is everything. And they start telling you, you know, this this church, you know, y'all like this nice sanctuary. Well, it costs money. Y'all, we have. I ain't asking this man to take off his pimp suit. I ain't asking this man. I Look, sorry to this man. I'm sorry y'all mad at this man. Because I'm going to tell you right there, in, even in this picture, there's five, four, four brothers, is a four or five of them, behind him. And you can't go to neither, neither one of them. And Kevin is coming and already told you it's not that easy to own a network. It takes capital that black pastors really don't have. And that's our question. Why do they not have it? TBN is opening its doors and impact is also taking up the slack. So the slack, y'all. Okay, wait a minute. Let me uh let me get a little bit more information out of here. Cause I want us we gotta know why we mad, y'all. We gotta know why we mad and we gotta know. Why do they keep going to that? Because we don't we don't have that upfront conversation about capital. Capital. We don't even say that word enough. It takes capital. I before I came on this podcast, I was literally speaking to someone about becoming a vice president of this this entity I'm getting ready to do. I went into and let me tell you, I went into the inbox and it wasn't with a brother. And this guy has been like, man, I want to put you on a platform. I want to put you on a platform. I want to put you on a platform. And I'm like, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. What does this even look like? Right. And I'm like, and I went to the sisters. I said, listen, I need you to manage this. I need you to, I need you to secure this. Cause you know, I said, you already see how we as women have to be rescued. How do we then secure this, this content that I'm, that I'm putting out there? This man wants to put this content on a platform. I need you to go negotiate that. I'm like, and I wasn't trying to handle it myself because I'm like, I know that ain't what I do. I do the content. I'm like, I'm going to go do this podcast. While I'm in this podcast, I'm going to make this connection. And y'all go, y'all go get this negotiation, you know, ham- handle that, right? Handle that. And, and what, did you, what do you need me to do? Let's go. If, look, let's talk about the split. Okay. Let's talk about the capital. I need you to go after this capital. Let's talk about the split. Start talking about that. You want, everybody want loyalty? That's loyalty. That's loyalty. Hopefully I finished a couple of other stories. Y'all let me know in the comments if I jump. Because I, I will jump because it all comes through my mind. And we're at 54 into this. All right. The image is repulsive. At, going back to the Christian um, thing. The image is, rep- we didn't even talk about the other pastor, y'all. 
Um, we're talking about misleading and misreading. For those of you just jumping on, you're listening to Buzz It or Bash It with DryerBus.com. The image is repulsive as it's, it utilizes racial stereotypes and denigrates community leaders in the process. Now, these community leaders probably over there saying, please don't rock the boat. Because, you know, that's the first thing they'll tell us. Don't y'all go rocking the boat. Because they know y'all ain't got nowhere for them to go. Y'all got nowhere for them to go. The statement from the executive board director, executive board of the NABJ, um, Rashad Ritchie has liked the post. And shout out to Rashad, um, who's also going in, into this arena. Y'all going to be going to his church in a minute. Uh, it is doubly disturbing because your station's marketing material promote w- the Word Network and the 910 AM radio station as the home of black voices. Okay. Isn't that like every radio station that's out there? I mean, I mean, that's like all of them, right? Every last one. And I think even, okay, Radio One, I think they even, I mean, but isn't that like all of them? Y'all been listening, y'all been listening to Tom, y'all listen to, is Tom still on the air? Y'all listen to Tom Joyner uh, for half a century. And he's been where? On every station that, that has not been black owned. I don't know, I don't know, we... We're going to have to let that go until we, until we, until black owned becomes a capitalist conversation, as Kevin said, until it becomes a capitalist conversation and stop asking people, you know, let's just do this. It's going to pay off in the end. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Y'all got to learn, got to learn how to secure. If we, we start talking about securing stuff up front, we'll have to worry about rescuing it in the end. Come on. How are you putting these kind of demands on this pimp that you ain't got on the others? I mean, the National Association of Black Journalists, National Association of Black Journalists is probably over there like, what is Detroit over there doing? Because National Association of Black Journalists, their, their newsletter, their email, they, they look, they're like, they're like what, what is Detroit over there doing? Because all the, all the good jobs that they're trying to secure are at white-owned stations, not even at corporate-owned stations. Let's, let's just stop even saying white-owned stations, at corporate-owned stations, at capitalist stations, Right. I mean, I don't know how many, how, their, their dues that they getting, if they get them, if they collecting them, um, are coming out of paychecks that's coming out of, come on now, this is, this is, this is insane. It is doubly disturbing because your station's marketing material promotes the word network and the radio station as home of black voices. I mean, don't all of them. I think every last one, let me make sure I got comments, I got some notifications going on here. I mean, isn't that like all, that's every last one of them, right? I'm refreshing, guys, if I miss anything. Rescue and secure. Aren't they, I, I, aren't they the same letters? The word rescue and the word secure, don't they have? That's what we need to do. We need to switch up, switch around. Linda, make sure those got the same, uh, same, same thing. I'm telling y'all, stop. Wait a minute, this thing says, am I missing some comments? Hold on, y'all. Let me make sure I got everybody's comments. Let me go over here. I'm telling you, uh-oh, we got to stop and restart. Let me see. Let me, I'm going to check, guys, and see if it comes back. I don't know if we end it, if it comes back. I got an uh, error over there. Okay, we got to, let me see. Let me see if it's still live. It says live and recording. I think we are recording. I'm going to check. I'm going to check the broadcast here and let me make sure we're still on. 
before I stop it. Cause sometimes I will stop it and let's see here. Hold on. I don't want to, I don't want to, it guys, if I, if I end it, where's the, I'm on the desktop. Y'all try to figure this thing out. If I end it, it will, will come right back with part two. It'll just pick up where we left off. I believe, but I want to make sure. I want to make sure it's gone. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll do a start and stop. All right. Now this is uh part two coming back in. We're going to get ready to wrap this up. And I was going to go to another topic. I want to see how it did. On, I know it started over on Facebook, but uh, YouTube probably continued and other platforms continue. So let me just, I'm just checking the platforms to see where we are. Um, and I, I'm not even going to recap. I'm going to pick up. So we're reading this, there's a boycott that has been called against a religious network simply because of a meme that was put out by the owner of the network. Okay, it looked like something went on. I don't know what went on, y'all. My dog is snoring. All right, we were at about an hour into this. So there's the word the word network, uh the in the Detroit chapter of the NABJ called for a boycott or joined a boycott and they were asking they said some 100 some 100 prominent black clergy are calling for a boycott of the network and, and asking for the guy to apologize some of the demands and, and i don't have all the demands because this is pulled from twitter was that he issue an apology commit to undergo diversity training i don't think he needs diversity training i think he's he's done very well yeah it did it says interrupted so it went on to the next one so if you are on Facebook, uh, just refresh. But so I think he's I think he's got diversity down. This is what diversity is. Diversity is there's a sec there's a population out there that everybody around the world is trying to appropriate. They don't want to own black folk. They don't want to own any any of this stuff. So go out there. They're only concerned about money they make after the fact. Um, Nobody is providing. They're not. They're not earning. They're not growing, securing. Even though they're securing the bags, they are not putting money out there up front. So let me get this. I need to get this watch party going back over here. Uh, they're not willing to. So I think he. That's what diversity is. Okay, he got diversity down. We need to learn about diversity ourselves. I'm just saying. Now I need to go back. All right. So now it's put me in the watch party. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do all this stuff, y'all, and be live with y'all all at the same time. <laughs> okay, so I got the watch party going. So I'm reading this, um, like the page, Church Folk Revolution. And how many of you do the Bedside Baptist on the Word? So what they're asking for, after they ask for the apology and they've asked for diversity training, they're saying that. Now, this is where they lose everybody. This is where they lose, simply lose everybody. They go on here and say, it is doubly disturbing because your station, station's marketing material promote the word network and the radio station as home to black voices. Isn't that every radio station though? Isn't that everything? And we were talking about, we've been listening to Tom Joyner for 50 years on what? On, 50, on, on black-owned stations? I don't think they've all been black-owned stations. Um, so that's not it. And then it goes on. It says, being complicit in sharing racist material is both offensive and a betrayal. So, again, you've got... In, 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 
we, we, we left again trying to, trying to explain something that somebody has done that we do ourselves. Okay. Halloween is getting ready to come up. Who ain't going to put on a pimp costume? I mean, I'm just saying, um, you got to, and this is, this is also a conversation that's going on with T.I. You notice T.I. and uh, Killer Mike have teamed up and they want to talk about reinvesting in the community. Well, they're reinvesting in a community where they've already participated in a culture that helped to destroy said community. So the investment that they're making is putting money back in that they took out. So they, they, they're out there becoming like the new, the new Cornell and Todd Cornell and, uh, uh, Tavis. I'm confused about that, that home of the black voices being complicit in racist material and so forth and so on. All right. It says Adele is pushing back against this narrative. I didn't create it. I had nothing to do with the meme. Adele said in a Detroit free press report Monday to say that I need diversity training to say that I need to apologize, apologize for something I didn't do. Why would I apologize for something I didn't do? He asked, um, at, and then there's a tweet in here. It says at Detroit NABJ's executive board on Monday, sent a letter to Adele owner, uh, at word at the word network, condemning his participation in sending a racist meme to one of the pastors on the network. Okay. So I guess he, I don't know if he forwarded, tweeted it or whatever at the center of the allegations against Adele is Bishop George Bloomer. Okay. 56. Somebody mentioned that in there. A longtime televangelist, uh, and founder of the Bethel family worship center, a multicultural ministry in Durham, uh, Bloomer alleges that in September, Adele text a Photoshop image of himself dressed as a pimp surrounded by well-known black clergy. He called hoes to various staff members, many of whom are black, according to the petition, which is over on change.org. While Bloomer said he told Adele that the meme wasn't funny and to get rid of it, Adele allegedly responded by saying Bloomer was being too sensitive because people don't know. And I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not condoning any of this. I'm just saying it's just more controversy conflict because we never, we don't, we don't, we don't stay on one side of the fence. We keep trying to walk these lines, particularly with the lines that pay bills. We keep trying to walk these lines and so forth. Uh, so they've been gone. Bloomer recently left the network as a result of the meme controversy, but Adele disputed that charge as well. Adele told the Detroit Free Press that Bloomer really quit the network because he wanted more airtime and that Bloomer didn't want to make adjustments to the show as suggested by staff. Bloomer, Adele er argued, was trying to stir up controversy with the meme to get support to hopefully make changes so he could get back on air. See, they doing too much. They just doing too much. Uh, already disavowed. Adele has already disavowed the meme in question by publicly stating that he had no prior knowledge of the meme and confirmed that it was not created by him. Adele is now expected to meet with the Detroit NABJ executives board. And you know what? I, I would, I would be interested. Cause let me tell you how do you, I don't, let me look at your television. You want to know how those meetings go? Look at your television. They they didn't shut down NBC with all the with all the people that were fired and let go from NBC. All the controversy that went there. They ain't, they didn't help nobody out at CNN. Okay. In fact, every time CNN fired fired a blackface, we need a meeting. We need a meeting, and they put another blackface in there, and that blackface came in there without any kind of changes. 
any kind of meeting of any kind of demands. Um, they just want this. And it, let me tell you, and it's not always good just simply to have a black face in the place. I mean, that's how we end up in America, right? It's just not all that good. Uh, we need to work on the manifesto and what some of these demands are going to be. But guess what? We don't. We wouldn't even get to this point if we just start having, just start having the conversation about capital. Stop kicking people out the group, the Facebook groups. Right? If let me see, let me go back to the other page and try to catch up with the comments. Thank you so much for your comments, guys. While we're live, um, buzz it or bash it. Formerly, well, still is how to get out of bed. Um, we need to start talking about capitalism and raising capital. You're out here. Go into your Facebook group and start talking about raising capital. See, don't you get put out. I was talking about being part of the Perry Girls when they first started. Sent me a whole book about how the kind of conversations that I was trying to have in the group of women was bringing them out of their safe space, their safe space. It, 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 I was disrupting the safe space, trying to talk about uh, uh, how we should promote ourselves. You know, we don't allow any uh, self-promotion. I'm like, that's why we can't grow. That's why people are still looking around wondering where women are as far as innovation. That's why we went all these years talking about learn, just now learning about hidden figures and how, and how other people, let me see if I can get this on here, how other people, um, all this innovation have gone on without, without women. You, you, you just now realizing that we didn't, we didn't get to the moon without women. We didn't fight world war two without women because we keep trying to like be quiet about it. But that's, that's not this podcast. That's our leading women podcast, which you can hear Tuesdays at 2 PM, Tuesday at Tuesdays at 2 PM. And we are growing over there as well. And we will be talking about capital, why women don't discuss, won't discuss raising capital to the point that our Forbes list, we only have a couple of women on the Forbes list. And when you think about that, women control the purse strings around the world, we should be bursting the Forbes list wide open. There were, the numbers just don't lie. And so it's sad that, that we can't talk about that. But now again, more misleading and more misreading again, shout out to church folk revolution on their page. For letting us share, because you gotta, gotta folk gotta let you share in there. Y'all know that, right? And letting us discuss that, and as well, uh, thank you, Kevin, for coming in and dropping some comments um, as well. Y'all, more misleading and more misreading, more misleading, more misreading. Oh, the pastor out there speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues. Um. I don't know how I would love to say, I would love to say how embarrassing this is. Whose pastor is this? I asked that yesterday. Whose pastor? I think I found one person that said that this was their pastor. Whose pastor is this? Pastor Wilson began trending this week. Pastor Wilson began trending this week because um, of a very um, private matter going live and public. Pastor Wilson got all caught up. Now I don't know what his, I don't know what his non-denomination, you know, you know everything that went non-denominational. Barely got a, barely got a cross. Barely got a, ain't got a pulpit. Got a stage. Pastor ain't got a study but a dressing room. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And now, and but again, here's where, here's what I have a problem with is that people are unable. To process this, people are unable to say whether it's wrong or right. I'm like, it's wrong. It's all. <laughs> Can I just tell y'all? 
can I just tell y'all, if you don't know, this is wrong. It is wrong. <laughs> We're not, there is no in between. It's wrong. It's, can I, I t- People don't know. They're like, but, but past, and then they go, but pastor's been doing this. Okay. And I understand. And nobody ever told you to get your butt, leave, get up out of there, leave. It's time to go. What do you mean? Wait a minute. Okay. Wait, let me, oh, okay. Linda, let me, let me dial it back. Linda, I, I found the one. I found the one. I found the one. I found the one. Let me go back to the comments. I was trying to catch up with the one I restarted. Okay. Linda says, I don't agree. They don't want to own, but they don't have the means to own because we don't work together. But see, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they don't want to own. I'm just saying that because I have, and, and, and just like the knowledge that I have, just like you, I have gone to many of these associations to see how they work in, in intertwined. I've gone and I've sat at the table. I've gone to all the membership meetings. You know, I've considered joining some of these things, right? I've been invited. I just get invited to the table and I see how they operate. I'm like, okay, this ain't going to work. And I tell them like, y'all, this is not going to work because y'all, the way y'all trying to do this, it's just, this is not how business work. This is not how nonprofits work. So to be at this point and to say that all of these preachers, cause all we, all we know them is based on, we, we assume that they have amassed a certain amount of wealth because they keep coming before us, uh, as if they are wealthy. They talk, they even call it what prosperity preaching, right? They, they're flying around the helicopters. Hell, I almost ran into the bishop's helicopter over here, two streets over from me, because he lands at the daggone car wash and then jumps in the vehicle that speeds him around the corner to the church. I'm turning the corner and the helicopter's trying to get control itself in the wind and go up. Instead, it's coming out over the street. And I'm like, I can't be the one about to, ha- about to wreck the bishop's helicopter, right? See what I'm saying? So mind you, and all he's talking about, he, he, he has this and he has that and everybody's trying to aspire to that. So you can't come to us now and talk about the great, the, the great, the great prophets are broke because all they've been talking about is how much money they've been getting. You know, you got, you got me want to look at the reality TV where we buying the sports cars. And then you want to say, well, we ain't really got it like that. Cause you got all the loans on the buildings. You got to buy. Cause first of all, if you know the nature of business, ain't no such thing as a profit margin anyway, because you don't borrow so much in order to operate your business. And when I ask people, how much did you borrow? They're like, I got my business is how much did you borrow? And they were like, well, I didn't borrow. Well, I know we live in, we live in an era now where you get, you can get a lot of money. You can get a lot of upfront money and then deliver. But these people have been in, in this place for a minute now. No, not every network claims that the word network does. No, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of networks that consider, I mean, hell, I was, that just came out of the car. I was listening to a station, you know, and the whole narrative on there, the, the morning show is all black. Every show on there is all black and it's the community and this and that. And it's not, on, it's not black home, but the content is the, the content, the audience is black, right? I mean, that's just been a thing. Hell, look at um, Norman Lear. Look at all, all the black shows that he has. So that can't be, that can't be our argument. That can't be our argument. Um, and, 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 and when you get down to business, 
You know, even though you want to say support black business, it's like you said, because they don't work together. We can't support black business because they don't want to work together. The beauty industry, one of the most popular podcasts we did out there was one with the beauty industry asking them, listen, what's going on? Why, why don't you guys still have a foothold on these beauty supply stores? Why are we spending $50 million, you know, per community just on the weekend, you know, because they, they were doing a boy, they did a boycott and they were like, okay, we're going to boycott. Um, they said in, in one week we will uh, collectively save, you know, keep $50 million out of, out of the, the beauty industry that we don't own anymore. And I'm like, man, we spend it. But then you go to that community and say, let's take that as capital. Let's boycott, but let's take that capital, then invest it. Then that's when black folk turn on each other. If you take these guys, the the preachers over here, let me go back because she wants to go back and, and talk about this. If you go to all of those men behind him and tell them, take your revenue from X amount of time and go buy a network, start a network. It's, it's like, and I know what you say, it's not that easy to own. Well, in the digital realm, it's kind of easy to own. I mean, people are watching all kinds of screens and, and, and monetizing and so forth. And I know there's always the argument about, you know, being on television and on a major broadcast and on a network and all those kinds of things. But it still comes back to what the last thing you said, we don't work together. It's, we saw the same thing at Tyler Perry. I'm like, man, there's Tyler Perry walking down that carpet. There's Spike Lee. There's Will Smith and, and Samuel Jackson and all of these, you know. And we don't have one project out there where they are all each on in the same credits. You know, they, they all doing their projects. Go over to the I, I, Internet Movie Database and you can see how many projects that each of them have attached to them right now in this very moment. Will, had a, Will has a movie came out last week and it flopped he had a movie come out at the same time that he was on the red carpet at at the opening of tyler perry studios did they watch the movie did they screen the movie did they run did they run the promos the commercials you know did they all just stop hell you can't even get some of these folks the damn tweet the same thing hell beyonce was in um what's that lion king she didn't even she didn't even put it on her thing until maybe a week or two later because she was still negotiating. Like I, I got you know any any project that she's in, it has to be all up and throughout her tour. She's right now rehearsing, and you're gonna get them tour dates, and it's gonna be Lion King and everything. Hell, she might have damn Blue Ivy and all them babies flying around and 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 acted out the whole thing. She dropped her album. Every one of her songs has a piece of the Lion King movie playing before the song. When you go listen to her album, you're going to listen to a piece of the Lion King and then a song. A piece, her original song, piece of the Lion King song, piece of the Lion King song. So you got to know that took hella negotiation. And the negotiation obviously didn't finish in time. So she had her obligation. She went on the red carpet. And I told y'all, go look at them pictures on the red carpet. She wasn't all that happy. She damn sure wasn't gleeful. So negotiations are happening. The thing about us as black people is we don't respect the, nego- the, the negotiation process and we don't wait. Like I'm, I'm, negotiating, I'm, I'm in negotiations right now. And I've told people, don't come to me, don't pitch me nothing unless we got a full on year. I ain't trying to do nothing next week. I ain't trying to do nothing tomorrow. I need 12 months because we're going to have to negotiate this thing because we got to raise, you got to raise the capital because there's some numbers on this thing. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I went to lunch with some young, some women. They were like, wait, let's do this. Let's do a conference. 
We talking 12 months out. We ain't talking 12 months out. It ain't going to work. We got to learn. We got to, we got to start operating with the way business is. I said, okay, so let's pick a date. When we started leading women, we said, okay, well, leading women, we're going to kick leading women off. We're going to do leading women live September 13, 2020. That date, that's date is set. So guess what we get to do for a full on year? We get to talk about it. We get to bring on the right capital. We get to raise the capital so that we can do it the way it ought to be done. Right. And that's the thing about that's the nature. That's the nature of business. Uh, it's clearly stated, which means he targets the black voice. I'm still not, you still not giving me opposition. And even though others may be there, it's offensive message. I'm not offended. I'm not offended because when this came down my timeline, there, there was a whole, this next story, there was a whole lot of others. He sent a different picture to George Bloomer where he blacked out his face. So he manipulated the meme. Okay. Uh, this is what that this is what incited the boycott. Thank you. That's why I got to get to these comments because I, I I don't like for people to have put out a piece of information we don't get it. So Linda is telling us Linda elect Lady Hillman um, is saying that when he sent it to George Bloomer, he did himself up in blackface, and so and that that change that doesn't change a whole lot, but it changes the fact that yeah you that's offensive. You can't do that. And he said he didn't make this meme, but the Photoshop meme, blacking his own face, putting it out there with them, and that's why they want him to have diversity training. And that part, I don't know, either I skipped it. Maybe I skipped it in the in the narrative, I, in the article I was reading. But all that other stuff, it, there's a lot of, there, there's just too much. There's too, there's too much. But in the same thing, it still comes back down to the fact that we don't work together. Can we work? Can we work together? Can we have a conversation about capital and so forth? Um, got some other comments. Let me see if I can check those. Let's see. And I think these people are over on. Okay, they're over there. We also shared uh, a sweet potato cheesecake. And let me tell you, the sweet. Can I just give you all the numbers on? The sweet we we shared a sweet potato cheesecake, and it's three hundred seventy nine likes. Let me let me show y'all what's going on with the, and Henry has gone live. God, I hate to uh, miss Henry's live, so I'm gonna get ready to end here. Um, the sweet potato cheesecake is over here with three on the this group. No, wait a minute, where is that? Yeah, that's over there on the group. People, the sweet potato cheesecake that we made has gone viral. We were talking about can't wait for sweet potato cheesecake season and that we're going to be out here competing with the pumpkin. All right, let me, let me go back to, let me go back to comments on this post. Okay, again, and I hate to talk about this and I'm, I'm just going to, I'm not even going to talk too much about it. Um, but for those of you that cannot decide whether this is wrong, it's wrong. It is wrong for any pastor um, to be online and preach porn. Okay, and whatever I don't know what the relationship is. I don't want to read in the articles. Uh, the video broke the internet. Certainly, yesterday, Pastor Wilson was uh, trending, and it is said that he has he has resigned. And for the scary part is how many people said, "Oh, that will say when when things like this happen." Did I miss this part? As a pastor who is seeking a network to play, uh, as oh my ministry on, I feel I feel this picture changes the narrative of what I stand for. 
I'm not into pimping the people, nor do I want to be played. The issue is how do you even put this image into the atmosphere and think it is cute and funny? Okay. Now just oppose that to this thing right here. <laughs> okay. The pimp suit versus the, the, the really pimping. Okay. The pimping, this guy right here, y'all and people out there were pastors. They, they, I can't even, I can't even utter the words. I can't even utter, utter the words. I can't even utter the words. There's not even a nice, there's not a nice word. And in the fact, can we just pray for everybody out there that one, that's a saying that this has happened to them, that are saying that it happens all the time. Uh, and remember we talked about Wendy and the deal breakers. I need us, all of us. Everybody under the sound of my voice, we need some new deal breakers. We need some new deal breakers up here. And I'm not saying you got to be saintly. I wish I could say. I wish I was that person that could say to y'all, let's be saint, let's be saintful and let's but I can tell you we need some higher standards out here. We need some higher standards. I don't know. Y'all running up running up in the courtroom for giving shooters. Y'all listen, for, you forgive him, you might as well, might as well forgive him too. Um and just don't use his microphone. That's what I tweeted. I was like, just don't use his microphone. But that's that's embarrassing. That it's it's more than embarrassing. Uh, it's more me too, because I don't care if, even if it's consensual. Some of the stuff y'all need to stop consenting to some of this stuff. Please stop consenting to some of this stuff. And why are we such a society that these are the things that are becoming the norm? I keep talking about that. I keep saying it's like. I don't understand why this is the norm out here. I don't get it. But y'all keep saying it's the norm. It ain't my norm. It ain't my... Every time, can I tell y'all, uh, a couple of years ago, I was searching for a church. And, there were, and this was, you know, a part of social media where everybody was quote-unquote plant, church plant. They were planting churches and new churches were starting and so forth. Uh, what's his name? Sean. Sean, Sean, the, the activist, he was in Atlanta at the time and he was starting, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go back over here to this, um, page to finish, wrap up this part too. He was here, um, and he was quote unquote planting a church and had all this stuff. Now he, he's, I don't know where he is now, but he's one that, um, does a lot of the activist posts and he's, he's, he's making money. He's a contributor here, contributor there. And so forth and so on. Uh-oh, hold on. Let me see my page. Trying to get the page up so I can go back and get the comments. And um, and I went to that, and I remember he was up on stage. You know, then, again, another church that didn't have any pulpit. And and my fam- I had a family member that her and her family were going. And we rather enjoyed it. You know, and I said, wait, but this feels, this doesn't feel like, because we came out of, we grew up in a Methodist church. You know, Methodist churches, I mean, they have, they have strict pomp and circumstances. And ritual and how things are done, and they're done the same way each and every Sunday. And you know, we wanted a little something, a little something different. You know, my, my grandfather, you know, was the man next to the man and the preacher, and the grandmother was, you know, they they were high up and they were found founders of a church. In fact, you know, both sides of my grandparents uh, founded churches and things like that. Um, so we wanted something a little bit different. You know, growing up in that in that ritual, we wanted something a little bit different. So we were like, hey, let's check this out. 
And so we started going to experimenting with different churches and we both ended up moving to the same neighborhood. And so we knew we, we'd probably end up, um, or the same side of town rather, end up at a church together. And, and, and I was like, Hey, listen, this one is getting ready to open a location. They were getting ready to open a location here and look, let's check it out. Cause you know, I, I'd made one of those promises to God, you know, if you, if it's a good one, if it's close, if it's near, and I don't have to fight traffic and fight the parking lot and all that kind of stuff, I would go. And so I went to, started going to EBC, opened a location, Elizabeth Baptist opened a location here. And, um, I remember just checking in one time and, 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 and doing a little blog, little video, little this and that, you know, caught a little bit, caught a little clip of the choir. And I ended up uh, hashtag, I started a hashtag view from my pew. And, you know, and so, you know, I would each Sunday, I'd grab a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got more comments. I would grab a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And so being that I am who I am, um, whatever I post ends up in the search engines at the time, at the time when Google was legit, um, there, you know, if I would post something, it would end up in the search. Like I could literally post your name and get traffic. Right. And so, um, I did that. I posted, Oh, I'm going to, I've been going to this EBC location. I like it. And I put Craig Oliver's name. Now, mind you, all of a sudden on my site, because I have I had a website at the time, stood. Well, I don't have a website now, but I have a, a couple of a couple of things out there. And all of a sudden, here comes this traffic for Craig Oliver, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what's this traffic? But well, when you have a website, you can see what people are searching. Oh, this person landed on your website or this page because they were looking for X, Y, and Z. And I'm like looking at these search results. I'm like, what are they? Well, they looking for this? What they looking for that? And it was all this controversial stuff. And I was like, well, dad, where have we landed? You know? And, uh, and I'm like, well, what are they looking for? So me and that my, I didn't have that content. I went looking for that content and he found all this, this controversial past of which he then was, had just come off an, an apology narrative, an apology tour an apology, such as such. Apparently there's an old, a new wife and an old and a, and a outside this and outside that. You know, and mind you, again, like I said, we, we can throw stones, can't throw them too far, okay? And you have to make, you have to make the judgment. You have to have a deal breaker. Now, mind you that, okay, that wasn't my, that wasn't my deal breaker. There were a couple other things that soon became my deal breaker of, of going to. Like, one of the things I, I like when they started, they came as a, a location. And in my mind, I just saw a church opening. It wasn't until I started going that I realized, oh, wait, it's connected to something else. It's a multi. Because when I went, it wasn't like you had your local pastor and then the, the, the quote-unquote bishop guy would come around, you know, periodically and so forth. But it was still, oh, these are my neighbors. Like, I didn't want to, like, go to church with people that they, you know, coming from all over the, all over the world. You know, I wanted I wanted to go to church with my neighbors, so therefore we taken into this church, into this into this time, into this fellowship, a concern for our community, right? So that's why I chose it. I'm like, wait a minute, I could literally walk to this church from where I live, um, and then I, we could address the concerns of our community, and that way I'm, the person sitting next to me, you know, they don't live 300 miles away, ex this that and the other and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, so I, there were some other deal breakers that came reason why I, I, I ended up not going. Uh, and that's just basically just, just because 
the entertainment value. You know, I'm so tired of the entertainment value. There was a, this is a different kind of fellowship that I'm looking for, but the controversy was still there and you, we have to decide now, mind you, I'm the first to tell you that we're humans and it's human nature. But when you say you want to lead people, you've got to do all that you can do not to make errors. You know, I want to lead people in a digital environment. So I have to consistently, even though there are a lot of things and faults and things that happen just simply because of how we have to dwell in this world, there's still a lot of things that I have to try to avoid. Like I have to make sure that what I said yesterday still holds true to today. Even though life may change, even though things may get good, things may get bad, I still have to make sure that what I said yesterday holds true to today. So I and I think that, and let me say this, it's okay if we want to hold somebody that wants to be called pastor, somebody that wants to be called elder, somebody that wants to be called bishop, somebody that wants to guide us in the spiritual realm, somebody that is is, is trying to um, help us work on things that are required for our immortal soul, it's okay to hold them to a high esteem that you're not going to go on your social media and see them doing what this man right here is doing online. Okay. Now, if that's all up in his doctrine and his, his theology, his ideology, and in his fellowship and in his fellowship, that's all right for them. But I'm saying, I don't want to see it. And that ain't throwing a stone. That ain't being uppity. That ain't being almighty. It's like I'm tr- I'm out there trying to get some sports scores, and everybody on the timeline who, of whom I'm like, oh, I might need to unfollow some of these folk, you know, because I I, I want to. This is a this is uh this is a deal breaker right here. Like people saying, well, you know, pastors do that. Unfollow, not the ones I know. Okay, it's like it's like I don't need to know it. I don't want to know about the average person, let alone anybody else. I don't want to know. I don't want to know that. All right. Last of the comments. And I'm going to go ahead and continue recording because I don't know if this thing messed up, but it is ending. I had my chair squeaking and I'm tired. Uh, let me read the last couple of comments here and y'all can catch the ending on the thing. It is clearly stated, which means he's talking. Let me see. Did I get all that? No, not every network. I think I got all the comments on that. All right. Let me get back. Let me put my face on the page, honey. I'm going to just, at this point, thank you guys. Uh, we're 34 into this part two of this, and I've got to combine these to finish up. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, in this one, uh, we, we talked about, we shouted out Wendy. Again, you know, misleading and misreading. Uh, but congratulations to her on her Hollywood, her star on Hollywood Walk of Fame and reclaiming her life. Uh, I think that's what she's doing, reclaiming her life. We're probably going to see her do some more extremes. Brace yourself. She's got two treatments coming up uh, for her story. One, a movie and a documentary and probably a memoir and all kind of tour. She's on tour. Excuse me. Um, so there's all kind of things. But in her success and some, some of the success of other people that are out here, are you, are you willing to go through those lists? Are you willing, would you tell a young woman or a young man? It's like, this is what you got to do. You want, you want to start on Hollywood Walk for This is what you got. Well, there's some people on, out there that didn't have to do all that. You don't have to do all. I don't think you have to do all that, y'all. I just don't think you have to do all of that. And I wish that 
we had, I wish, I really wish that we, and I, and, and let me tell you, I've been blogging for 20 years and I wish that we could find, and, 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 and I try to find stories where we can say to our young men and our women, young women, here's the role model. It's getting harder and harder to say, model yourself after this, that, and the other, you know, and I have daughters and I have a son and, uh, and, and they grew up with mentoring and modeling and, you know, and even in my, wherever my shortcomings were, I would find outlets for them. It's like, okay, well, mommy, mommy, not that good at that, you know? Um, but I'm so glad they, they still are able to pull so much from me, but I'm not telling my, my girl, it's a lot. I'm not telling, I'm not telling my girls to do some of this stuff to these, these younger. And I'm like, you better not ever let me see it, hear it. And, uh, and some of these other young ladies, I, I tell young ladies, you know, I see them doing stuff and saying stuff and, you know, and I'm like, everybody, you don't have to live like that. You don't have to, you don't have to live like that. You know, we're risking too much out here and too much of our, too much of our dignity. There's, there's, there's no dignity left. You know, uh, I don't know how much respect Wendy has. I mean, you can't even, it's like all those years in broadcasting, but she left radio and went to television and, and, and had to, uh, still having, still having to this day to atone, you know, becoming finally admitting that she was a hot topic because she's been a hot topic for a while. But now that she's admitting to it, I mean, there's still a lot. Remember yesterday, uh, October the 16th was a National Day of Atonement for Black people, uh, the Forgotten Million Man March. Um, it was National Day of Atonement. How many of us are willing to atone and say, you know, this is this right here going on in my life is not right. It's just not right. You know, like this friendship, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the best I can be in this friendship. You know, this relationship, I'm not the best I can be in this relationship. This parenting ship, I'm not the best I can be in. Who's willing to say that? You know, this job, I'm not giving this job my all. You know, I'm not, listen, what, how much are you want, giving, what are you, what are you giving 100% to? What are you um, most honest with, most faithful with, and those kind of things. So, and we also talked about the pimp, the pimp God. They they call him, honey. That makes it's a whole lot of pimps out there because there's a whole lot of black content out there that's not on black platforms. And I know a lot of people who founded black platforms who couldn't get half, can't, can't even get half. Myself for one. You know, I used to have a streaming platform back in the day. Couldn't get half the half the content that's out there now because everybody wanted the upfront money, but nobody wanted to work together to get that capital. You know, and there's not a lot running. There's not a lot uh, throwing capital our way, which is why we're experiencing gentrification. You look at some of these houses; people have worked all their lives to pay for their house. They're not trying to loan them money. You know, they're not looking at the value of the home. They got some of them got ninety and a hundred percent equity, and still can't still can't get a loan just to pay get a paint job. You know, put down some new sod because the loan that they the loans that they did have was so risky. And let me tell you, these um, predators are coming right on back. They come, they flying back in here. They flying back in. So be careful. Um, while it is great to own. And let me tell you, the worst thing you can do is go into an ownership situation, whether it's going to be in a business and you don't have access to capital because it takes capital each and every day. Now, mind you, as a small business, um, and there are some things that you can do. In fact, the banking industry is out here um, trying to figure out how they're going to survive simply because 
there aren't as many people seeking small business capital because now in a, in a digital environment, you know, you want to sell something, you just put it out there for sale. You, you get the money up front and then you can deliver the product. You don't even have to deliver right away. You know, there's all kind of, there's all kind of ways around this, but it's still risky. It's still, we, we live with too much risk. We oftentimes have to be rescued because we're not secure. Rescue and secure, same letters, the same letters, two different mindsets, two different, two different mindsets. And I'm asking you with all those mindsets to just simply buzz it or bash it. All right, guys, thank y'all for hanging out. It is, listen, I get, I get the breath of life. You're going to get a podcast. All you got to do, uh, find a channel, find a channel, which you want to troll or even if you want to. And I love, thank you to those of you that scroll. Thank you for all the comments. Let me double check comments here. Before we leave out, and again, the pie has taken over as people are. We got 43 new comments, y'all, on the pie. I got to go. Patty, Patty Betty was so petty. Patty Betty won't give me the recipe. Everybody's asking for the recipe for the sweet potato cheesecake. Patty Betty is like, no. So, sorry. But I will tell you, all we simply did was we took grandma's sweet potato pie and, and today's cheesecake, and we just swirled it together. So, go ask grandma for her recipe for her sweet potato pie. Get ready for your holiday season. Swirl in some cheesecake. Depends. You can swirl some sweet potato pie in your cheesecake. We actually did it both. We had we had one cheesecake with sweet potato swirl, one sweet potato with cheesecake swirl, and that gorgeous picture that you are that's going viral online right now is the um, sweet potato with cheesecake swirl. And not only that, it looked like it had a. It ended up looking like it had a little bit of a teacup in there. I wish I had a picture I could show you guys on here. Um, but that's it. Find the channel, go to dryerbus.com and it will give you a channel in the white house. Uh, just went live. So Donald Trump is doing some things as well. I wish it was a impeachment hearing, but it looked like some kind of hearing. So we'll figure out what's going on there. We'll be back tomorrow with a buzz it or a bash it. Go now to dryerbus.com and follow at dryerbuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.